Welcome to the DRV Law Show with your host, divorce attorney, Dennis Vetrano, talking divorce, relationships, and adding value to your life. Now, here's your host, Dennis Vetrano. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Vetrano, another special guest today. And talking about, I have to be honest, my favorite topic relationships. Welcome, Annabelle Ingleton. She's a high performance coach for women, entrepreneurs, and leaders. And they many times are all the same thing. Uh, she helps them take massive action in areas of their lives they felt completely stuck in before. She uses neuroscience backed by methods and frameworks to find and permanently remove hidden limiting beliefs that were blocking people's genius, focus, confidence, and motivation. Understand that you are worth it, right? Welcome, yes. welcome, Annabelle. I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks for having me, Dennis. I'm so excited to be here too. Okay, so we are we are going to get right into it. How does a badass bitch find a true partner in their 30s and 40s? You want to hear it right here, right now. Annabella, tell us. Oh, that's such a good question. Listen, I would be a bazillionaire if I had like the, the perfect um, solution for that. Yeah. But listen, for me, I, I'm a single woman. I would say I'm a badass bitch. Yeah, I'm a successful woman in business. You are? You um, are? I'm a, I'm a divorcee. Right. So yeah. I'm somebody just I was I was probably could have been your client, but I live in California. Yeah. Um, and I work with women that deal with this issue that say I am yeah. successful. I have all my all my ducks in a row. I have a great business. I have a great career. I have kids. My body's great. Everything's good. But this this is my Achilles heel. You know, I'm not I'm not able to find the guy. And what I have seen to be the most common problem against it is these ladies aren't going to like to hear it, but so many times it's our own stuff getting in our own way. Mm. I, and I know people, I know we don't want to hear it, but because so many times we choose the wrong partner or we yeah. go into relationships when we're not ready, right? We're, we're right. choosing guys for the wrong, re we're choosing men for the wrong reasons. We're getting married for the wrong reasons. Um, and it's really about, we talked about this on my podcast when you were yeah. on my podcast, yeah. it's really about knowing yourself, getting yeah. to know yourself deeply, when you don't do that, your marriage is doomed for failure because you're not even in the marriage. Who's if you don't know yourself and you don't, you're not really your true self. Who who did the, who did your husband marry? Right. Not you. And right. if you're not the one driving the car, so to speak, yeah. Right. Who's right. driving the car? Who's there? And usually it's all of our past stuff right. coming in, creeping in, and we gotta we gotta do the work to understand ourselves, know how our past, how your past changed you. And clean all that stuff up if there's, you know, if there's limits so that you can approach a, a relationship in a really healthy way and you be present. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So let's say you put in the time and you say, hey, I'm working on myself. I'm doing the work. I think I'm ready. How do you know when it's right? How do you know that, hey, I'm, I'm ripe. Forgive the expression. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to find love. How do you know when that right time is? You know, it's, you know, it's time to find love when you love your life and you love yourself independent of a partner. Right. When, when right. you are good with you, my biggest issue with finding a partner or making a relationship feel really good was Dennis. When I was alone, I was, I, I couldn't be alone. I literally did not want to be alone. I couldn't be by myself because I didn't like who I was spending time with. It was me. Right. Yeah. And I had to stop and say, why am I so 
why do I always need to be around somebody? Why do I always need to have a boyfriend? Why am I jumping from jumping, jumping from one person to the next person? And it was honestly, and not an easy pill to swallow, right? I don't like this person that I'm hanging out with. And, and then, and then there was some stuff that needed to be cleaned up from my past. Cause I had um, people, I like, I found myself not, I didn't like myself very much basically. Right. I didn't, right. I made a lot of mistakes. And so when I had to hang out with me, I was like, the, the self-talk was really negative. And so, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be okay with you. And by, how do you, how do you become okay with you? What, what kind of a career do you have? Do you love your career? If you don't yeah. like it, what don't you like about it? Let's, let's fix the business. Yeah. Let's fix you know, the, what job do you like? Are you settling for a job you don't like? Right. right. So many people do this. So, and then, and then, or they don't, they're too scared. Women are just too scared to pull the, like, you know, press on the gas towards the business they want. Instead, they go find a guy that has a good business and a good career and they don't meet their own need. And they have, they have the guy who has the business and, ha- and then they're with the guy. Now he's living his dream. He's happy. Cause right. he's in his business, having a great right. time fulfilled with purpose, right? He's just like loving life and you're at home with the kids and you're pissed. You did that. You right. didn't have the balls to go. Sorry for the, you know, that, that term, you yeah. didn't have the gall to go and start your business. And so you said you wanted somebody else who had it. So you gotta, you gotta like, do you, do you love your body? If you don't, let's fix it. Let's yeah. get healthy. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's career itself. It's it's personal. It's, it's physical. It's professional. we got to clean that stuff up. And you find, you know, and I find with people, I think in relationships, you, you build the confidence in you. You know what I mean? And, and if you, and if you have, and it's not necessarily just a job. If you have a passion, if you have a drive, if you have a zest for life, if you know exactly who you are and you're confident and in control of your own life and who you are, and you don't need to rely on anyone else for that, that's that's one of the first steps. A hundred percent. Because if you're like you said before, if you're just if you're not meeting your needs and you need the other person to make you happy, what happens when they're gone? Right. What happens when they're not there? And because God forbid things happen. People, you know, you get divorces, you get you have separation. They have to go to work. And if they're yeah. not there to fulfill you, then you feel like crap. So it's really yeah. about independently. And it does, it's not this like hyper. I'm, I'm everything. I'm, I'm the baddest chicken. You know, like it's like this really um, arrogant type of confidence. It's just, I love me. I love my life and I love everybody in it. Somebody else is going to come and and just make it the cherry on top. Yeah. Right. Right. And what about, you know, it's so funny. I was having conversations. Well, I've had multiple conversations with my wife about this sort of circumstance, but before we first met, you know, we actually met on a dating site and we're going back and forth. Mm -hmm. And then she just ghosted for a while. And, you know, I asked her years later, I was like, well, what was the story with that? She's like, well, with successful, like badass bitches, women who were going out there and killing it every day. Sometimes you get so immersed in your independence and your confidence and your life and building everything that you kind of like put love on the back burner. So for for those ladies, like, how do you how do you kind of shift your focus from, hey, I'm killing everything else? How about some romance too? How about a love life too? I couldn't relate to your wife more right now. I love her. She is my, I love her. Okay. Um, I, I did the same thing for what was it? When I got divorced, I started my business. I finally was like, I settled and didn't start my business when I was married. I did his work. He was like, quit right. your job, do work with me. I was like, okay, because I was too scared to start my business. We right. divorced. And finally I was like, 
or we separated. And I was like, I finally need you to do it. And I got so hyper-focused. That was a season in my life to start the business, right? You had to like, I had to focus, but it's about priorities. Business is a priority. Work is a priority, but that's your work during the day. And then at night, what do you, do you still have to work at night? Do you have to work at three in the morning? Do you have to work every weekend? No, you have to make time for the things that matter. Business is important. Your clients are important. Money is important. But at the end of the day, if connection and a relationship is one of is one of the values, is one of the things that you want, you have to make time for it. And I would do the yeah. same thing. My my mind would always tell me, well, we, we this new project is really important. This new coaching program is really important. This new launch is important. I always had a reason right. and an excuse. It was really an excuse. It wasn't a reason. It was really an excuse because honestly, I was kind of scared to let somebody else in, right? So well, our, our mind will tell us work is more important. You know why it feels more important? Because you get, you feel real, us successful women, we feel really good at work because we're yeah. calling the shots and we are in control. Yeah. You're in a relationship. You're not in control. Not Mm-mm. completely. It Mm-mm. takes two. So right. this is, yeah. So I couldn't agree more. I had to say, Annabelle, if this is a priority for you, you need to make time. And we make time for what we prioritize. Show me what you yeah. spend doing, what, your time, what you spend your time doing, and I'll show you what you find a priority. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. I think that's, that's hard for women because, because we get so much of that, that dopamine hit, you know, all the success feeling, all the great feelings from work, everyone's, you're getting a lot of money. Your clients are loving you, all the positive affirmations with a guy, obviously he's going to give you that. He's going to say you look beautiful, but maybe not to the extent that you want. And so we'll, we'll put it on the back burner. So you definitely have to make time for it. It's time like anything else to make it a priority. And even I say when you're in even long-term relationships or even you're trying to restore your relationship, hey, it takes time. It takes making it a priority, making yes. your partner a priority. Yes, it does. And and it's it's something that we don't want to admit. We think we'll say, well, he has to ask me out. Well, he right. has to tell me, he has to make the plans. Maybe a relationship is a dance. Like it takes yeah. it takes two people, and so you he as much as you want to feel like they're interested. So does a so does a man. Do you just want to be the only one like sending flowers and making the dates? Yep, yep. No, we were talking right? about this. We were talking about this thing last night. Exactly. We were talking about. Uh, you watch Vanderpump? Oh yeah, I do. Uh, it's a guilty oh, yeah, pleasure. Yeah, guilty yes. pleasure. My wife like binges on it all the time. So yeah. so they're watching the show and they're talking about like people cheating and like deciding to like stray out. And then they're talking about the inner workings of the relationship, which I love talking about inner workings of relationships. And you know, she's like, well, like for the guy, like you know, his wife is just like not putting in the effort. And then she's like, well, he's not putting in the effort. And then I was saying, I see that a lot of the times with relationships, not just in dating, but in relationships as well. You have both people standing on the sidelines with their arm folded and their heels dug in saying, hey, but you're not starting first. You're not starting first. Guess what, folks? Sometimes you've got to start with you. Yes. You can't change other people. You can only change yourself. So start with changing yourself and get out there and get after. And I don't care if you're lady, man, whatever. Get out there, get after it of whatever you want. Yeah. And we don't like doing it because it makes us feel really vulnerable to say, I like you. I miss you. I want to spend time with you. Like no one likes feeling that way because why there's a chance for rejection. There's Mm -hmm. a, there's a chance for your partner to say I'm busy or, and that hurts, but you either get a yes, a no, or a not yet. So it's not that your partner is saying, no, he's not, let's say you're married He's to you. He's there. He's just saying not tonight. 
what about next week? Or what about Thursday? Right. Or what, you know, let's just pick another day. So right. in relationships, I always think it's like, yeah, some things are a no, but when it comes to spending time together and prioritizing each other, it's, if you guys both have careers, especially us women, we know someone like me that has a, big, a really busy career who's completely runs my, my business. I have to, I schedule my time. I have days where I'm like, there's no work. There's yep. no work during these days. It's it's just me time or my friends. It's my family. It's church. It's all those things. So yep. yeah, I agree. So we spoke about finding love. You need to choose well. How do you choose well? And and what criteria do you really, are you looking at to decide who's the right partner? Who's the person you want to commit your time and your effort and you know all of your interest in life? Who who? How do you choose that right person? Vision, mission, values. So where are you going? Right? Like what, what are the goals? If you guys are both, if one's going to Paris and one's going to California, we, you're probably not going to, you're not going to work. So right. are the vision aligned visions are really important. Uh, are your values are, are you like spiritually? Like I'm a Christian woman. I want a Christian man, right? Somebody that goes to church, somebody that values spirituality, reads the Bible, does all prayer, all those things. Right. So your values, what you both value that needs to be aligned. I think those are, that's the fundamental right first. Right. Um, and so you need to know that talk about it. Does he have, and listen, I don't think it, need, it doesn't need to be a hard and fast list, right? Yeah. You have it laid out, be flexible. Be, be flexible. Like no one's going to meet everything. So yeah. you, I, my ex-husband used to always say it's like 80, 20, like you're probably going to get, you're going to get 80%. There's going to be 20 that isn't, is it perfect? And, or it's just not there, but where can you get that somewhere else? Right. Not from another man, but just like, where can you get it in your life? So right. you're not going to find the perfect partner. So know what you want, but there's certain things are, there's just deal breakers. Your values are deal breakers, right? Spirituality, yeah. even like where, where you want to live, um, uh, how you spend your time, if you want children or not, family goals is so, are so important. Yeah. So you have to know what is what you value and what you value is what you spend your time, money, and energy on those. That's how, you know, my clients will tell me, I don't know what I value. Like they'll say, you know, like in offices, they'll, they'll have integrity, honesty. Well, I think everybody in the world values those things. Those right, are like better. Those are like the yeah. basic fundamentals, but it's like, what are you spending your time, your energy and money on? Those are the things you value. Listen, if you're doing drugs and you're partying, that's what you value. You value, you value partying and you value doing that. So you, you might want to, you might want somebody that does that too. Right. right. I, I had this guy, I'm an ex-boyfriend that, um, he always wants to date me again. And, um, he, but we have such different interests now. I dated him yeah. when I was 30, I'm 43 now. So right. he would always, he says like, I'm ready for you now. I'm ch I've changed your change. You've changed. I think we'd fit. And I see his interest. I see his, his, like what, like he goes to the lake every weekend. He has a boat. He always spent like, I just, I don't like any of those things. And I tell right. him, you love those things. And I don't want to keep you from that. Like, it's not right. that it's bad. It's just not right for me. You're, right. you're great. We, I just, and there's so many other things. That's just one thing that I, that I know is, isn't a thing that's off. So values is like essential. And then the mission, the mission is how you're going to get there, right? Like, you know, your foundational values, you know, where you're going and then how you're going to get there. If, if how you're living your days isn't aligned, right? If he always wants to stay up till four in the morning and you're somebody that goes to bed at eight o'clock and you guys fundamentally will never see each other. How can you have a relationship like that? Right. right? If right. he wants to make a million dollars and so do you, but he wants to do a dealing drugs and you want to, 
you know, <laughs> right. and I'll be a pastor. It's right. not going to work because because the, or at the craps table in Vegas, you know, exactly. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. And if I'm like a Christian woman, gambling isn't something that I really agree with or do. So right. our values aren't aligned. So yeah, we both want to be millionaires, but how are you doing it? Right. Right. Yeah. So vision, mission, and values. Have and to it's know fun. It. And that's by the way, I love that list, by the way. Absolutely yeah. love that. Uh, you know, and it's funny how you can align all of these things by following what we were talking about earlier. Look, if you get out there and you spend your time finding you, working on you, finding your passion, building your confidence, building your independence, what does that put you in? It puts you in the circles where you're going to be led to people with similar values and and, and vision and so. That's so true. That's so true. Because I, I go to like mastermind events and net business things and I'm spending time with like, I have a coach and then I meet other people that are getting coached in that program. Right. So I go to church. I serve at my church. I'm finding men. I'm meeting men there, which is like, it's so fun to meet. I'm like, there's beautiful, great Christian men in my church. Even yeah. So yeah, if you're doing the things that you love, you're going to find the guys there. Right. And if you're not doing the things that you love, why not? I have so many clients that say, I want to do salsa dancing, but I'm, I'm too fat. I don't want to, I don't, I I'm embarrassed of how I look. I want to do, I want to go to Europe. I vacationing and traveling is such an important thing, but I don't have the money. Like I literally don't right. have any money. Let's, let's fix the money. Let's get more money coming in. Let's get more health. Let's lose the weight. There yeah. are things that you need to work on yourself to, yeah. so that you're not keep, they're not keeping you from doing the things that you want. I know I used to be scared of it may sound a little weird, but like, I didn't, I'm really an extrovert, but I, I noticed for a time I wasn't wanting to be around a lot of people, but it was because I had, I had been hurt by a couple of relationships back to back to back. So I wanted to be around people, but my, my own internal pain was they're like, they're going to hurt us. We're just going to get hurt again. So let's not do it. Right. Oh, I need to work this out on my own. And that's like, this is the work that I do with my clients. You're, you're perfect, but you're, it's like, you're a bird and right. you have the capacity to, to fly. But right. if you're in a cage, you're, 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 you have the ability to fly, but your capacity is taken away. Right. Right. It doesn't mean that you can't fly. You're just, you're just limited. So my job with my clients is we're, we're taking you out of the cage. We remove all those limits. So that way you can go ahead and yeah. lie to your man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So got a question for you. Do successful yeah. women want successful men who match their energy and, and should they? Yes. Yes. And yes to all those. So I, I find it really, really, it, this is a new thing for me, right? Being successful to the world, yeah. right? Like what, what, what does the world deem as successful for me? Right. And that, um, right. And that's, and that's so in that's the subjective. eye of beholder. Yes, so yes. yes, it's so subjective, but I, I will be truly honest. People who saw me five years ago probably thought I was successful. I was broke, anxious, overweight. I look like I had a happy marriage. None of that was true. It looked that way from the outside, right? So now being alone and, and separating and now having my business, now I, I have a lot of money. I have I love my body. All the all my life is my life is great. But what comes with that too, Dennis, that I don't think a lot of women are talking about is I make several hundred thousand dollars a year in my in my career. And I found that when I was dating, I I want someone that's at when I say at my level, just like mentally, emotionally, you know, um, right. like mindset wise and things like that, even physically, I'm not going to date like a big old B I'm, I take, I really value my body. I value my shape. I want somebody that kind of has, has the same interest, but I found that when I was making a lot of money, I was really judging men on that too. And I was, I was saying no to a lot of guys that in hindsight, I look back and I was like, oh my gosh, I dated, 
I, I kept, I refer to him as like this, like the Mexican unicorn. He, cause I'm Mexican. Yeah. He went to Stanford. He had a beautiful house in Los Angeles, like such a good guy, fun, handsome. I mean, on paper, every, even in person, he was great. But, um, I was judging him on, on like things that I shouldn't have judged him on, but like, let's say when it comes to status or money, a man that was really great, I was judging him on his money. And listen, not everybody is going to make the same amount of money that I make. And then I was starting to almost want to drop my, I was like, maybe then I should make less money so I can, so I can find a guy. And I'm like, wait, wait, I'm going to, that means if I make less money, that means I'm helping less women. Right. Why would I stop helping less people so that I can find a guy? No, I'm going to keep on helping as many people as I want. Cause that's my purpose on this earth. That's like my gifting and the man will come. Right. Don't it's 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 like we're not going to settle, not not in the negative way, but don't don't drop your standards and your dreams and your goals for a guy. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I think I think in some ways, I think women, unfortunately, to to a certain degree in certain in certain circles are being socialized to believe that they need to like um, downplay their successes and like mm-hmm. make it smaller so that successful guys will be attracted in. And I, and that's mm-hmm. why I asked that question. I feel, I think like, listen, if you're a successful woman or man for that matter, you should be looking for somebody who matches your energy, your passion, your motivation. It's yes. funny. Cause when I first met my wife, I think we talked about this on your podcast is like, I wasn't nearly as successful as she was, but I think the reason why we ended up together and at least from her side was she saw the potential in me. You know, and I think like like when you mentioned the other the other fellow who was checking, you were checking every box. Right. And presumably ambition, inspiration, same same vision of the world, same core values, those those things, those passions. Mm -hmm. You find that person that maybe they don't have the money you have, but they have the passion and the drive that that you have. They match your energy. Yes. Yes. And, and I, I messed up there. Like I, in hindsight, I'm like, Oh, but whatever, God is perfect. The the plan worked. It was supposed, I wasn't supposed to be with him, but I did kick myself in the butt because I was judging him based on, he's not perfect. He's not at my level. He didn't have to be right. But at the same time, um, I think it's important. I do agree with like, she, she saw your potential, but you were already on your way, Dennis, right? You, it's not like you were like a loser guy and maybe one day he'll be great. A lot of my clients date loser guys and they they're dating for potential, not for practice, not for proof. Show me your proof. Then like you had, you had tons of proof. You were already an attorney. I think you were like practicing your trial attorney at the time. Right. Yeah. So she, it it wasn't like you were a loser. Yeah. So she, she dated you for your, even like your bigger potential that she already saw proof of. So I think it's, it's important. Not like some women will be like, but I do. He's, one day he's going to get a job like honey if he's if, if things aren't working now you know yeah. it's you know like let's let's uh let's be honest with ourselves let's not kid ourselves so does that make sense yeah i think you can uh, i think you can motivate and inspire people to be their best like like look if you're in a relationship you know you want your partner to be the best version of themselves they can possibly be but Hold if on. you have somebody you need to fix you need to change yep, yep. there there's no that There's part. no work product there, man. Uh, no, it's not. I, and I, I think I'm a little old fashioned. I think when it comes to a lot of like uh, relationship stuff and some people might not call it old fashioned, but I do think the man, we want a man that's like a woman wants a man that's a leader that inspires them too. that is, yeah. you know, doing their thing, loves their life. Not somebody that we want to, I don't want to be your mom. 
I don't want to be your coach and I don't want to be your teacher. Nope. Right. I'm your lover. I'm your partner. We're best friends, like whatever we are. Right. Right. I want an equal, but somebody who can, who can keep up with me and encourage me and inspire me. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to fix you. I'm not your doctor. Right. Yeah. But I'll, but I'll, but I will tell you if there's, there's something going on, baby, you know, what's, what's going on here? You know, yeah. Um, I think a good partner will help you there, but yeah, yeah not it, a lot of my clients pick, pick projects. Yeah. Nope. We ain't doing that. So you got a role kicking some ass though. Like if your partner's not mailing it in at times, you got, you have a role there. Yeah, I agree. I think it's like, Hey, um, I heard Miles Monroe say this on a, on a, on a really great video. Um, he's passed, I think he passed like in 2015, um, a great pastor and, and leader. And he said, um, a woman, like a man is supposed to show a woman, his vision and say, this is, this is what, this is what I see. And then this is the, this is how we're going to go. And then you obviously you're both are going to be aligned. Right. And she'll say, cool. I like that vision. I'm on board. Like, let's go. Right. Right. And if he gets off his vision, just like a woman too, if she's off, your partner should say, Hey, what happened? That's not nagging. Let's not call that nagging. This is me just repeating back to you what you told me last year or when we, when we dated or when you told me we were yeah. going to, when we were, that's where we were going. And a lot of people can take offense to that. No, right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you back what you told me. Yeah. Right. Keeping you accountable. I think a good partner will keep you accountable. Yep. Yeah. So what do you think about men? I mean, in your experience and all the women that you've coaches are in their experiences, are they finding that successful men are not attractive are not attracted to successful women. I think that successful men want a, a, a confident, loving, feminine woman, meaning somebody who respects him, who trusts yeah. him, who will submit to him in some areas in, in the sense that like she will let him take the lead. Right. Right. So I think successful men want successful women, but successful men that are doing it for the wrong reasons like just for accolades, status, money, all the fake stuff, like for fame, for right. fame, things like that. A real successful man wants a really successful woman. A guy who isn't truly successful wants, doesn't want to, can't handle it. He'll say right. she's too bossy. She's too independent. No, 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 no. Right. You told me yourself, right? Dennis, you said, I wanted somebody that was just like me. She, she inspires me. Right. Because right. you were truly you were a truly successful man that owned your, that knew yourself and knew good. I'm in good company. Right. This this woman's going to really inspire me. So, I have found that I, I think we're in a, in a time, Dennis, that there's a lot of men out there that really aren't aren't stepping up. Like I, I yeah. I'm not a male basher. I love men. Women aren't stepping up. We're being way too hyper masculine. Women are, yep. and men are being are are just not stepping into their masculine. A lot of this has to do with past conditioning. It wasn't modeled for them. Right. They didn't have that encouragement, the love and stuff that they needed. So women weren't weren't give, given models of like true leadership from a man. And right. because they didn't, they had to go and do it themselves or like a mom or whatever. Parents, usually it's just parenting. Right. They didn't have that. And so they got hyper-masculinated and we went into, into a, we adapted to that situation and then we became masculine. But again, what we said before, it's about priorities. Bring that masculine energy to your career. Don't bring it to your relationship. It doesn't work there. And then guys, they're not showing up. Like my two brothers, they needed, they had to go to the armed forces to to learn how to be, to be like strong men. Both my brother went to the Marines and the other one went to the air force because they, my dad wasn't there. And they were like, we, I literally don't know how to do it. I need, I need the government to freaking teach me how to do it. 
And there's a lot of guys out there that aren't, aren't pulling the weight. And we women, we sense it. We feel it. We don't, we don't like it when guys are, we can see the, the, the discrepancies, right. When you're talking all this game and you're saying you're a leader and you're saying you're providing and you sit back and you're like, I'm I'm not going to pay the check and I'm not going to pick you up and I'm not going to, um, you know, just be, just be kind and loving and, and a leader. So yeah, that's, that's a really big issue. Yeah. And you know, it's funny with the guys, I think we were talking about this on your podcast, if I recall correctly, it's like, I'm putting a lot of stuff out there for guys. And it sounds like I'm bashing guys, not, not really. I'm trying to like, say the things that I see, you know, the first piece of what you were talking about. I mean, look there, there's, I think it's important for the ladies to distinguish between the successful guy that, that has that fake confidence that has to build, that has to bring you down to bring themselves up because they don't really have that grounded confidence of a truly successful man. Yes. Yes. It's like make my building bigger by break, by knocking yours down. Right. right? Or, or date, date a girl. That's like, just like scared, you know, really bad self-concept will never, well, like you could, you could, we could tell weak people, right. We could tell people that are hurting in pain that will never amount to anything. A a guy that has that false confidence will choose that woman because he makes him feel good. Right. Right. She makes him look successful when he really truly isn't. And rather than fixing his own problems, which would be the longer term solution, keep getting back into that same circumstance, that same dynamic, that's not productive for either person and ends up in a failed relationship. Yes. Because two wrongs don't make right. Right. Two broken people does not a relationship make. It makes a really broken relationship when there's two broken people. That wholeness, that's why it's, my work is all about removing all the things in your brain and body that made you think you're not like perfectly made, right? Yeah. So that you can start remembering who you are, which is perfection. And you have the capacity to do anything because- Right. I believe I'm a Christian woman. I believe I'm a child of God and God is God made this world, which means yeah. I can make anything in this world. Right. So remember yeah. that. And, and it's only when you're not remembering that and you're believing all the, the negative self-talk and all that stuff, right. Yeah. That it keeps you from, from, from um, showing up as your best self, which makes you choose the wrong people, settle for the wrong people, which right. creates broken, broken relationship. And then you end up hurting them. That, right. Right. You and both end up losing. Second. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And then they hurt the next person because they because that left them scarred. And then it's just like trauma, 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 trauma. So as we go through life, listen, we're going generation and generation. Do future successful women, ladies, do they have any hope to find those grounded guys who are not challenged by their lady success, who maybe even has more money than them or is more passionate about something or more driven or more motivated or more successful? Are those guys still out there? Are you seeing them out there? Yeah, I see them. I see them everywhere. I have so many amazing guy friends that are leaders, successful. Um, Because I, yes, it's possible to answer your question. One hundred percent, it's out there. But you, well, us women, need to do the work to not lose these guys and say no to them, right? Because so many yeah. women will say, "Ooh, I can't. I don't deserve him. I'm not good enough." Right? No, you are. If he's if he's coming yeah. after you, if he's asking you out on a date, girl, you better say yes. Like yeah. he's seeing something in you, maybe you're not seeing. So let him show it to you, you know, and then do the work to get rid of it, like to, to get rid of the thoughts that make you think that you're, you don't have it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. hundred percent. Those guys are out there. They want women like you, but again, we want to, they want a woman that's going to prioritize them. You can't just be crazy, successful business all the time. Got to right. put that to the side. You got to right. 
bring bring your soft feminine. Like when I I, to, I recently was talking to um, dating somebody and he and I told them when I'm with you, listen, like I do everything in my life. I'm a single mom of three. I run a business, my home, everything. I want to take my coach hat off. And when I'm with you, tell me what to do. I will. I'm I'm almost like a little bit of a robot. I'll do whatever. Like I'm just, I just yeah. I'll do whatever you want because yeah. I want to just be soft and allowing. And for a lot of women, it's hard to do that, but trust me, it's worth it. Because you know what it creates in a man, Dennis? I see that it makes you guys feel really good when a woman says, I trust you, Dennis. Yeah. What do you, I'll follow you. I like that plan. Yeah. Let's go. Right. Yeah. Where are we going? I'll go there. And so, yeah, it's, it's really seeing, seeing that those great successful traits in a man and mirroring it back to him by affirming it and letting him, letting him lead. And here's the thing about that. It's 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 so important to distinguish good control and bad control. Control is usually a bad word. It's usually an abuse word. But think of it like this. If your partner wants to say, hey, I planned a trip for us. We're going to dinner at so-and-so's. We're going to go out to a show. And we're going to do this. You're like, wow. I, I mean, me too. If my wife did that, I, I'd be like, that was awesome, right? But compare and contrast, you can't go see your friend. Mm. You can't go take that job. You shouldn't follow that new hobby you want to do. You shouldn't go for a promotion or get another degree. You shouldn't do that. That's that's too much worth that. Right. One, right. Yeah. And that's healthy. That's good. Just, yes. Yes. It's it's when someone does that, they're do if someone who plans a trip and a dinner and the whole date or whatever, they're they're taking something off your plate. I look at that's how I look at it before. I used to think, oh, they're, they just want to do everything and they don't want me to have any opinion. Baby girl. Let's change the perspective. Let's look at can can you can it be a positive? He took the time, paid, planned, booked. Oh my gosh, I don't have to do anything. I just get to show back pack my bags. Like right. how beautiful, right? right? So yeah, you want you you want them to take control there. And then when he might, wants to make the decision to take control in his his own hobbies and and plans for his like things like that, let him trust him that it's 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 basically you saying when you don't trust a guy to, to make a decision for his own life. Like I'm going to have this hobby or I'm going to go with my friends for five hours or a whole day golfing, or I don't know, just something, a, a trip like that with a guy friend. And you say, no, it's saying, I don't trust you. And I don't trust your thinking. And right. that's going to, what does that do to a person when someone says, I don't trust you. You're not smart enough to do that. It really weighs on your, on your self-esteem as a man. Right. 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 Yeah. And, and so it's like, go ahead, babe. I trust you. And then yeah. you do the work to be like, it's okay. He's doing, he let him, let him go. He's going to come home. Right. It's really about, it's, there's this theory of called separation and, and, um, and linkage where you could be connected to somebody. It's good to be connected, but they got to separate for a little right. bit because it actually creates, it creates, you, you miss them and it's, yep. it's healthy to see you learn. Oh, when they leave, they come back. Yep. So let them go. So you can learn the experience that people come back. Cause so many of us don't let our partners leave, not because we don't want them to have fun. We think it feels too uncomfortable because it triggers this old part of us that was left before. And we yep. think they're not going to come back or they're going to yep. do something bad when they're gone. Right. And my mentality in that situation is always like, just be the best you, you can be, just be out there kicking ass, doing your most independent, most confident sort of things. And you just like, live that whole thing with all the swagger that comes along with it. And let me tell you something, your partner is going to want to spend as much time as is yes. possible with you. Trust me, that confidence is sexy. It's attractive. It is literally the answer to everything, Dennis. It's you. I think you, we can go back to that every single time. If you just come back to you and just be live your happiest life and be good alone, it, it, if you do that and a partner does that, now you have two whole people, it, it's literally the solution to everything. Yeah. I don't want, do you want to date somebody that's like, 
I hate my life. Like, I don't like my job. I don't like my body. I don't like, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't want to be, if you don't want to be in your life, I don't want to be in that life. Right. Right. I'm attached to that. Yes. Yeah. So all day, love you, love yourself. And that makes for the best relationship. And, and if you're not do the work to figure out why that's not, why you don't. Right. Right. Have that confidence and own it. Ladies be patient. Know that they're out there. And what's the path? Remind us of the path. What's the path if you're trying to find love as a, as a badass bitch in your thirties and forties? Yeah. Vision, values, and mission, right? So yeah. So know your, know your values. What's the goal? What's the vision that you have and, and how are you guys getting there? And if you know that for yourself, you always keep that top of mind, but be a little flexible with it, right? You're not going to find the perfect person. You choose from that place. You can't go wrong. You literally cannot go wrong. And remember, you are worth it, ladies. You deserve it. Believe that. Truly look in the mirror every morning and believe that you are worth it. Annabelle, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate your time. Let our listeners know where they can find you, where they can take part in your resources, if they can coach with you, talk to you, follow your podcast. Give us all the taglines, all the ways they can find you. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was so fun. Yeah, you can find me, Annabelle.Ingleton, everywhere. TikTok, threads. Now that, now we got threads, right? Instagram, right. Um, YouTube, everywhere. Um, I have a coaching program called Bloom. It's open. You can join anytime. AnnabelleIngleton.com. Um, the, my podcast is called Blooming Podcast. and new Which is awesome, by the way. I've been on it. Yes, Dennis has been on it, so you can go listen to it. It was such a good episode. Right. My clients loved it. I got so awesome. many emails and messages about it. They loved it. That was a good so, yeah. one. So yeah, you can find me there. And um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. So you're going to come back sometime, right? I am going to come back. Anytime you okay. ask me, I'll be back. Okay, awesome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to uh, the DRV Law Show. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. And listen, like I said, Live the best life you can. Annabelle's got some great pointers. And believe me, you are worth it. Stay patient. You will find it. Have a great day, everybody.